Hey everyone, it is me, Lauren, your creative mentor, and today we're going to talk about jealousy. I know, it feels a little weird to talk about jealousy in a professional sense, but um, it's a very real thing. And uh, it's something I really wanted to touch on because I actually, it's something I went through a little recently, like in the last five years. And uh, maybe five years isn't very recent, but, <laughs> you know, it's something where I was really like thinking a lot about it. And uh, something came up more recently than five years where it was a topic where I was like, ooh, <laughs> this is a good one to cover. <laughs> um so, uh, yeah, it's kind of a weird, it's a weird thing to, um, talk about because it's a little bit of a shameful topic, I'll admit, but it's something that's very real. So, um, you know, like I always say in every podcast, uh, you should always vet people who are giving you advice on your career, your money, or your mental health. And I do all three of those things. So look me up, make sure I'm someone you want to listen to. My name is Lauren Versino, and you can Google that name and figure out my credentials but <laughs> I could list them but it takes too long so uh, I'm just gonna get right into it jealousy so there's two kinds of jealousy that you can experience while you're a working creative and I think there's one that we're all pretty um, guilty of which is just in general being jealous of other people and their ability and their success and all of that and then there's the jealousy of um, you know people being jealous of you and your success and how you deal with that. So that's kind of, that's the gist of like what I'm going to cover today. Um, so first I want to start off with jealousy that you will probably experience, meaning you will be jealous of somebody around you. And that's a tricky, that's a tricky thing to do because typically when you're jealous of someone around you, you have to work with them and you're the one who can get an attitude problem and nobody wants that. You don't want that. They don't want that. I don't want that. So it's something that's like a little, it's really hard. You have to be very self-aware to catch it. Uh, like, I'm just going to tell you, you know, I used to work with this person who was just like, they just showed up one day, they were much younger than me, and they got a lot farther, a lot faster than me, and it, it like, really rubbed me the wrong way, and I really thought about it after a while, like, on retrospect now, not during the moment. During the moment, I just had no idea, like, why I was so frustrated, and so, well, in the moment, like, I go to work every day with them. I enjoyed working with them otherwise, but like I was just so like, why are you so obsessed with me? Like almost obsessed with like any little thing that they did. Any tiny little thing, I just would like nitpick it to death in my head and I would complain about it to the people in my life and they were just like, this doesn't make sense. Like, why are you complaining about this? Like, what do you mean? And it just feels like really juvenile now looking back on it. But like, you know, I I had done all this stuff and I, I had eaten shit for all this time and, you know, I'd have managers yell at me. I'd had HR problems because, you know, of harassment and all this stuff, all this stuff happening. And, you know, I, I busted my ass to get the opportunities that I found for myself. And this young kid just like shows up one day like the shiny new toy and it like... <laughs> I just thought of this, but you know, in Toy Story, when Buzz shows up and Woody is all jealous and fucked up over it, 
That's how it felt. That's how it felt like it looked. I was Woody. This coworker of mine was Buzz. Everybody was like smitten. This is how I perceived it. Everyone was smitten with them and like all up in their face and they wouldn't like leave like our like desk area alone. And I was just so over it immediately and any little thing that they did like pissed me off of course I never made a scene at work and I never let anyone at work know this is how I felt because I knew I just had to swallow my shit and move on but I very much felt like I was Woody and they were Buzz Lightyear and I was not having it and the people in my life my friends my relationships were like what is your fucking problem and I'd be like what's my problem how dare you and like the reality was that was 100% a me problem and upon reflection it really sounds like the the trope we all joke about now like oh boomers are so mad that like things are easier in some ways for the younger generation that they don't want to help them because when it when it was their time it was hard and like because it was hard for them it should be hard for everyone else and i very much felt like that i didn't know it But that is 100% what my philosophy was. This was also pre-pandemic, pre-TikTok, pre-all that stuff. And it's been very interesting being on TikTok through this pandemic during this time because I'm listening to people talk about boomers in that way where we're all like joking around that they're just like, unless it's hard for you, like it was hard for me, you don't deserve help and how silly that sounds. But I realize, like, I was raised to think that way, you know? I'm 30, you know? I I was raised around, you know, all of those, those biases, all of those things, whether people meant for that to be how it went or not, arguable, but I was raised to be jealous of people for that reason, you know? I should have been happy for this person that they didn't have to eat shit and they didn't have to work three times as hard as I had to to figure this out and that they just landed here. And also, I was not being an empathetic coworker, something else we've talked a lot about because I don't know what that person's struggle was or if they were having imposter syndrome or if they were overwhelmed by what I perceived was a lot of attention. Like, You know, I didn't know their problems just like they didn't know my jealousy and all of that serves nobody. All of those feelings serve nobody. And so, you know, I really was thinking back on that time in my like career journey, especially through the pandemic, because like, you know, I had just never considered that before. I had never considered the way in which I could have been biased to my fellow creative because of some societal thing that taught me that if someone shows up and is a Buzz Lightyear while you're a Woody, you know, instead of just getting over your own garbage and just being happy for them, you had to go on this whole adventure where you both almost die. You know, like Toy Story. So <laughs> don't be Toy Story. You don't have to. Um But that was something interesting that I had never really considered. And it's peaked up a couple of times too since then. But like, you know, I'm self-aware enough now upon reflection and I can catch myself. And when I start getting nitpicky about people I work with, I can start to ask myself, 
hey, real talk, Lauren, is this because you're jealous of them? Because if you're being, if you're behaving this way in your head because you're jealous of them, that's stupid and you need to grow up and figure this out. And, you know, I think this happens a lot with people and it's, and it's, it's hard. It's hard to get older and it's hard to, you know, grow out of fashion and it's hard to keep up with technology. And when I look back on it, you know, I'm sure a ton of my managers feel like that about me or have felt like that about me. I blew in out of fucking nowhere, all the thoughts on the planet, all the audacity I could muster you know, I'm loud, I'm opinionated, I show up, and if no one takes the opportunity, I do, you know, if I want something, I find a way to get it, I write it, you know, you guys have been listening to me for like eight months now, like you, (laughs) you know, like what my demeanor is and how I can appear, you know, people at my jobs, I'm sure felt jealous of me in certain ways too, and, and, and probably from that boomer standpoint, you know, uh, it was so hard to do this. You know, you guys just show up and you get the newest laptops and you get to just go. When I was your age, I had the shitty laptop and I got all the like stupid grunt work and like this, that and the other. And like systems change. They're not smart. We've talked about that, too. Things change. Time changes things. Technology changes, you know. I know I just turned 30 and like, you know, aging is starting to get weird, but I'm still really young. Society just says 30 is old, but it's not. And so when I'm, I'm thinking about my coworkers who are in their 40s and 50s and I am their colleague 20 years younger, you know, 10 years younger, that's got to be a trip and that will eventually be a trip I'm on because I will be an old designer lady somewhere in the world talking to some, you know, 20 something year old, which is also a person I've been and you've been and you're going to be. And, you know, it's 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 a strange way to take in like everybody's story. And I think it's a very easy thing to lose sight of. And it's very easy to let your emotions run away especially in a high stress job and a high stress situation like being in a global pandemic where we're all fighting for jobs and we're all fighting for money and we all don't know what tomorrow looks like you know that shit is stressful and weird and it makes people weird and the best advice I can give if you are someone who's on the receiving end of someone being jealous is just know it has nothing to do with you my jealousy of my coworkers had nothing to do with them. They didn't wrong me in any way. They didn't do anything wrong. They didn't slack on their work ever. Like they truly did nothing to put me in a position to be like pissy about them. That was a 100% me problem because I would have given anything to be in my early 20s and show up at like a dream job or show up where I am now or, you know, been given opportunities that that appear to me to be handed to other people. I don't know that though. And I need to remember that. I don't know how this person got here. I don't know if they knew someone or if they don't. And even if they do, so fucking what? So what? You know what is real? This is a young person in a great opportunity. This is a young person getting paid what they are worth right off the bat. And that, as an elder millennial, 
as a creative who's been doing this for eight plus years is something I should stop and be excited for. Because when young people are doing well, everybody else is doing well. When one creative is getting paid more for their skill, it does the good for everyone else. When one of us is successful, we are all successful. And that is why being jealous for your coworkers or jealous about anybody's journey for where they have gotten despite how they got there, even if it was wrong how they got there, whether it was through nepotism or, you know, they slept with the boss, whatever it is. So long as they're not fucking with anybody else's workflow or money, who cares? If we're all doing, if they're doing good, we are all doing good. And that is the mentality that will just give you more peace and make this so much easier and better for everyone else and, and be a better colleague relationship between the two of you in your own head. And so, you know, if you can catch that, I really truly believe that this whole system we're in, this capitalistic garbage system that we're trying to figure out, it doesn't want us to feel like that. It, it doesn't want us to feel like if one of us is doing good, we're all doing good. And if we keep doing good, we're all doing better. And when we're all doing better, we're all more powerful. When we're all more powerful, we're doing the best. And we're, we're doing things on our terms more. And I really think that it benefits this system that we're all like questioning right now for us to be pitted against each other and to be jealous of each other and to have bad relationships with each other. Because when we're not united or rooting for each other or helping each other, you know, then a lot of stuff can get taken away and wage gaps can get bigger and like all that stuff, all of it can unravel. And we're just stronger when we're weaving together than we're not. And so, you know, that's why at the beginning of this, I was like, you know, talking about this topic is a little bit shameful for me to admit that I've 100% been jealous of coworkers in this way, because in a way, like I was, I was a loser. I was being a loser. You know, if we're playing this capitalistic game and we're going to call it a game, I was losing that game that day when I was jealous. Uh, we're now winning the game <laughs> because, you know, if you're someone if I have feelings about your experience level and you're going for like a directorial role and I, and I don't think you're ready and you get that directorial role, instead of going, oh, they weren't ready, they shouldn't have applied, oh my God, I guess anyone can just walk in here and get this job, instead of feeling like that, I can go, pop off, get that role. If you can justify it and you can frame it for this game to buy what you sold them, do it. If you can find a way to get paid more than me at less experience, fucking do it. What do I care? It doesn't literally affect me. If a creative is doing better, we will all be doing better. So, you know, do I wish that was me? 100%. Do I wish I had thought of it? Absolutely. But I didn't, you know, people are smarter than me. People are more experienced than me. People are better at things than me. Those are just the facts, you know? So instead of getting pissed off and jealous about them, I can go be their friend, genuinely root for them and learn from them. And that's like this huge piece of the puzzle that I think is really easy to lose sight of. Because when we feel negative things, 
it consumes our whole mind. And then working isn't fun and going to work isn't fun and talking to our colleagues feels bad and it just sucks and nobody's happy and nobody's winning anything. So, you know, being aware of like why you're pissed off about something and maybe owning that it, it is jealousy can just save a lot of strife for a lot of people and especially a whole team. Now flip that and other people will 100% be jealous of you, especially if you're talking about how much money you make, which I do encourage all of us to do, especially if you're someone who's really good at negotiating things or willing to try stuff. The number one way jealousy manifests is people trying to talk you out of something that is actually a good idea. So I can't tell you how many times I've been like, hey, you know what? It's been a little bit of time. Uh, I've I've done these things. Like I'm going to go ask my boss for an, a raise or a promotion or work on next steps for my career path. I, I'm, gonna, I'm working on this thing and I'm thinking out loud to people. I can't tell you how many times over the course of my career people have gone like, well, you don't want to rock the boat. Well, you know, that might not be a good idea. Business isn't as great. Well, they're giving me the oh wells and it's like, why? Why do that? Why put a roadblock in my way when one, this has nothing to do with you. Two, I'm doing my own thing over here. And three, if I am successful, it again, it has nothing to do with you. So when people start to do that, that is actually not a reflection on you. That's a reflection on them. And it feels really gross. It, it feels bad. It feels like people don't have faith in you. It feels like people think like they're trying to make you feel stupid, whether they know that or not. And, and they're trying to make you feel small, whether they know that or not. I really think people do negative, shitty things to people without really knowing the ramifications of their actions most of the time. And when people are trying to put roadblocks in there or scare you or say things that are lightly discouraging or straight up discouraging, that's that's a them problem. That is not a you problem. But it sucks. It, it, either way, even if you know that, it sucks. It sucks to feel like people around you don't have your back. And it sucks to feel like people, you know, want to bring you down. And especially I have particularly found that older people tend to do this because you're just a young idiot who doesn't know any better. But like I just said, if you're a young idiot who doesn't know any better and you get the thing that you ask for, were you really an idiot? No, they just didn't have the courage to try something, which has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. And so especially when you're new starting out in like the, the career world, maybe you've been working for three years and you're starting to you know, gain confidence in your skills and understand the way business works in your environment. And you're learning that you like all of this stuff, your left brain and right brain, as I say about myself. And you understand how this game works and you know what game you're playing and you, and you enjoy what you're doing and you enjoy how you're playing this game and you're ready to go make your next move. You know, people, older people don't have the kind of I don't want to say foresight, but when they have been in the same play the whole time and they haven't made a move that's helped them and they're watching you accelerate, that makes people feel weird. It just does. And again, 
has nothing to do with you, but it, it is a bummer because it's really easy to make someone who's green at their career the first three years feel really small and make them feel like they don't know anything. And when people who haven't done anything that they wish they had done watch someone go do all those things really early in their career, it's very hard for them to swallow how not easy it is, because I'm not going to say this is easy, but how brave you are. It's it's very difficult when you are not a brave person to watch younger people than you be brave and get results for it. And like that's a lot of where career jealousy comes from. And you know, I can't help but think about uh, RuPaul, who's very flawed, a flawed individual, but he had a good point. You know, when when you're successful, People want to keep you down because they want to keep you at their level when you're trying to transcend to another one. And that's something that he talks a lot about. And I'll give him that. He's got a point. He's right. And it's it's just very interesting to like see where it pops up. You know, it always shows up where you least expect it. Sometimes it'll show up in a mentor and it's disappointing. Sometimes it'll show up in like the senior that you're, you've been looking up to since you got there and like this just overtakes them. It feels very like Star Wars to me, like, you know, the darkness, the dark side, blah. And you're like, we were all having fun. What happened? Why is everyone dead? <laughs> so, you know, it happens and you will experience it. You will feel it for someone around you and you will feel it towards you others will totally put that on you in some way somewhere the best thing I can just tell you is to remember let this echo in the back of your head to show up when it needs to other people's jealousy has nothing to do with you your jealousy for others is a is a key indicator that you need to reevaluate where you are because that either means that you feel stuck at your job or you uh, have more ambition than you realize and you need to think about where you're going to put that. And, you know, you need to check yourself on rooting for people and, and coming from a genuine and good place, especially since we're creatives and we put a lot of ourselves in our work and we have a lot of value and emotional stuff we put into our process. Even if we're not like putting our emotions into our work, it's in our process and and jealousy is a nasty, bitter thing. And it can make you a nasty and bitter person. And if you let other people's jealousy infect you or make you feel small or mess with your confidence, like you are you should constantly be blossoming, especially if you're like young in your career. You should constantly feel empowered. You should constantly be a sponge and soaking it all in and blossoming into things and walking through doors and filling up rooms and walking through doors and filling up bigger rooms. That's how it should feel to work in the capacity in which you are curating a career for yourself. If you're just working to work, there is nothing wrong with that. You can stay wherever you want, do whatever you want. Everyone has a different work-life balance. But for me, I'm a career creative. And like, if you are like that and you are someone who's building a career in, in different kinds of ways, this jealousy that will find you in one form or another, 
can really turn you into the worst coworker in the world. And we've all met that person at some point. And it, it truly roots from jealousy, which again, for the hundredth time, other people's jealousy towards you has nothing to do with you. The best you can do is let it wash through you and keep moving forward almost in spite of them. And something else too is people will do shitty things inevitably, whether they mean to or not. I definitely at one point had a business partner, I've mentioned it before, just completely leave me high and dry in our investment. Um, it, It blindsided me. I had no idea it was coming. Um, and it was really, really hard. I've never been married or anything like that. I- I've never had a relationship that even equated to something similar like a marriage. But this business partnership was almost like a work marriage for me. And I tell you what. Going our own separate ways, I imagine that's what a divorce feels like. It was hard and it sucked and it was not fun. And, you know, I'm glad I took the leap of faith and learned all the things that I did. But like the emotional toll of that friendship and business partnership was so awful and it and it felt so bad and yucky and truly bitter. Like I'm telling you, it's it just this was my big divorce in my life. And um, something that was really hard to swallow for me afterwards was watching this person who just completely fucked me over in a business sense, in an emotional friendship sense, in a design sense, every way that like makes my blood run. It was really hard to watch them continue to create in the world. And some of those creative endeavors were successful. That was really hard for me to watch. And it was really hard for me to let that go because it was like, well, why? Why couldn't we have done that together? We had, we had all these things. We had all this stuff. We were, we were doing well. Like, why did that stop? And why did you keep making in this way? And, and it's successful. And I'm over here with nothing. And I have to rebuild and blah, blah, blah. That was so hard for me and that's where a lot of like negative creative feelings for other, for them and potentially other people popped up in my life. And the best thing one of my just my dear friends said to me was, you know, some people suck. Some people just fuck people over and that just happens. But also the fact remains like people are good at what they're good at. And even though this person fucked you over, they will still be successful in this way. And you're just going to have to deal with that. Like shitty people are successful. Those are just the facts. You know, we talk a lot about living in reality versus what's ideal. It's great to strive for the ideal. That's how we get better. But what is real is that shitty people are successful. Maybe success makes people shitty. Maybe they were shitty the whole time. Maybe they've stolen and cheated and lied and are successful anyway. The point is, regardless, people will be successful however they figure it out. So instead of getting all bent out of shape about it and going, that's wrong, that's wrong, that doesn't make it any less true. It is wrong, but they're still successful. Capitalism doesn't fucking care. So... How do you want to play that game? Does it serve you to be jealous? Does it serve you to be bitter? Does it serve you to, you know, seek this sort of idealized justice? Maybe the answer is no. 
move on, do better, live better in spite of all of it. That's, it's the best you could do. Some other drag queen said that somewhere. Very drag heavy, this episode. <laughs> the best revenge is living well. That's what uh, somebody said. Um, so, you know, you, you will inevitably have your heart broken one way or another, whether it's through your career or through a personal relationship or something. It inevitably is a part of life. And, you know, just accepting that shitty people are successful kind of wipes the jealousy away pretty quick, in my opinion. That's how I feel like it happened for me. Because I had a big problem being jealous with my coworkers before that happened with my business partner. And they just freaking fucked me over, man. So, you know, it took a long time to be okay. And, you know, it's, it's not perfect. We're all not perfect. We all mess up. We all say the wrong thing. We all do the wrong thing sometimes. I really believe people, for the most part, do all of those things unintentionally. And the best thing you can be to grow is self-aware. So I just want you to be aware that will happen one way or another. It's it's just the nature of life and working and fostering relationships. <laughs> so, you know, I hope... Uh, I hope that can help. And maybe if you've been feeling a little weird lately, maybe this is why. And this is a great time to hear this. I don't know. But that's jealousy for you. <laughs> Try your best to let it go. It'll, you'll, you'll be so much happier and you'll be able to do so much more and be more productive. So there you go. That's the end of that thought. Um <laughs> So again, as a reminder, at the end of every podcast, I talk about the Patreon, Um, you know, there's some premium content there, $2 a a month gets you all of these podcast episodes a week early. Um, I know I kind of slacked a little last month, but that was a scheduling conflict and my computer fucked up. Excuses. I don't embrace excuses, only solutions. Um, (laughs) $7 gets you my workbook in case you don't know. uh, I make a monthly workbook that is a synopsis of every episode that goes on in the month so you don't have to listen to them over and over. If I have resources, I put the links in there. Um, If I talk about a topic that gives you questions to ask yourself, I make it so you can write in it. I try to make it really interactive and fun to have. Um, So those are $7 a month. Um, Of course, Find me on TikTok, The Creative Mentor. It's my resource hub, my tips, my tricks, other accounts that help me and teach me. Um, Y'all have been emailing me and finding me on LinkedIn, Lauren Versino on LinkedIn. Uh, I will accept anybody who leaves me a message. Um, So find me on there. I love when you guys message me. I love when you send me emails. You guys write like novel emails for all the context. I truly read them, think about them for days, respond equally as long. I love it. I love hearing all your thoughts and your questions and all of this stuff. I'm in my comments. If truly, if you want to reach me, I am inviting you to. TikTok, LinkedIn, Patreon, The Creative Mentor, Lauren Versino find me. Let's talk. Let's chat. Let's wonder about stuff. And until then, I will talk to you all next week.